Welcome to season two of the unfamiliar shift with Ariella, the boutique lifestyle leaders associations, hospitality show. This is a podcast about the boutique hospitality community and how it's top industry executives and leaders stay up to date on the best innovative trends in boutique hotels all around the world. Each season, I bring my favorite visionaries to candidly discuss new philosophies, ideas, and innovations in the hospitality industry, primarily the boutique community. I'm excited to share with you some of my intimate conversations with these extraordinary leaders as we navigate the unfamiliar shift of boutique hospitality. This episode is sponsored by Solanus, the property management solution for boutique hotels. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of The Unfamiliar Shift with Ariella. Today, we're venturing into the serene and luxurious world of Tulum with a special guest who's at the heart of redefining wellness and hospitality. Please welcome Andrew Miele, the visionary CEO of Nomade People. You probably know Nomade through its beloved inaugural property in Tulum, which is not just a hotel, but an experience, a haven that encapsulates the essence of nature, tranquility, and indigenous culture. Andrew's new perspective and innovative approach is making Nomade Tulum even more the go-to destination for those seeking solace, spiritual rejuvenation, and unparalleled luxury. However, what many don't know is that Nomade Tulum is actually a part of a global hospitality group called Nomade People and they have one of the most extensive pipelines I've ever seen. Join us as we uncover the story of this conscious hospitality collection and get a glimpse into Andrew's unique leadership journey. So grab your headphones and let's travel to the beaches of Tulum with Andrew Miele of Nomadi People. Okay, and welcome back to The Unfamiliar Shift with Ariella. Today, I'm joined with Andrew Miele, CEO of Nomadi People, tuning in from Miami. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Ariella. Great to see you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so great to see you. I'm like, I feel like so much has happened in both of our wow. careers since we last connected a few years ago. Totally, um, totally. So we need to catch up. And so we'll just do that recording a podcast. <laughs> so, so yeah, talk to I really I think the history of your career is really interesting. And I want to start off with that. So like, where mm-hmm. did you start in hospitality? And how did you end up at Nomade People? Right, right. We'll talk about like unfamiliar and, per- and perhaps unusual. Um, yeah, there we go. You know, I mean, I guess technically, I got my my first start was at a Holiday Inn uh, in St. Catharines, Ontario. Um, like during my college years, I did a co-op there as uh, as a e-commerce man. I just made up a position. I mean, it was like e-commerce manager or something like that. But I was doing mm-hmm. all sorts of things for. The holiday in St. Catharines and the same family owned the quality hotel as well. So it was doing like banquets and like room mm-hmm. service and housekeeping and all those things. So really started right away, you know, right right out of college. And uh, I think part of it is just where I grew up in, in the Niagara region of Ontario, always being surrounded by tourism and hospitality, uh, whether that's because of Niagara Falls or, you know, families in the, in the winery business. So this was just naturally, you know, surrounded by it. Um, and then, you know, I, I think as I as I thought about this a little bit, um, you know, from that point really to, you know, where I am today, um, it was really just these, these connections that showed up along my journey and my mm-hmm. path with 
really a very few individuals or a handful of individuals that seemingly was kind of out of nowhere, you know, I mean, whether it was fate or universe or, you know, something putting us together, you know, just being at the right place, seemingly at the right time Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, you know, people that became mentors. um, And and that's how I got into Four Seasons, you know, which was really, I suppose, my first move out of college into the hotel world, you know, getting, having the opportunity and luckily enough, you know, meeting at that point, one of the senior vice presidents of uh, finance at a random dinner, you know, in Toronto (laughs) while I was still in college doing this networking event. Um, And it was, you know, through meeting Chris that we ultimately had a few meetings and he was um, incredibly helpful to get me into a manager and training program Mm -hmm. uh, at the Four Seasons in Austin. So I originally thought I was going to be an accountant (laughs) and nothing against that. Um, And I was just going to be a director of finance, you know, and just kind of move my way through the finance side of the mm-hmm. business and become a DOF and, you know, bounce around hotel to hotel. Um, but again, I could, I can count probably like four or five events. And that was really the first one that made the jump mm-hmm. from accounting to development, which, you know, on paper, I seemingly wasn't ready for that at the time, you know, but I had to move. I, I was on a visa and I had to go back mm-hmm. to Toronto. And so it's like, well, the development team is looking for an analyst. Um, so what do you think? And I was like, Sounds great. Uh, and I always kind of like the real estate side of things. Yeah. You know? um, so I moved, that's when I moved uh, up back up to Toronto and uh, into Four Seasons home office mm. and spent. Where is that? So it's in the suburbs outside of, out of downtown Toronto. It's um, mm. on Leslie Street. Hmm. I'd say, you know, no traffic, maybe 30 minutes north of the city. Okay. Um, but, you know, Izzy built an incredible, you know, headquarters for four seasons there. Um, and so I spent almost three years there and then moved to Miami. That was 2011 mm-hmm. uh, when we opened our development office in the region to focus on growth in Latin America and the Caribbean. Okay. Um, so it's kind of a... I was like, well, who wants to go from Toronto to Miami? You know, and I was like, well, I'll go. That's kind of obvious. Uh, asking a Canadian in Toronto to go to Miami. Um, You're like, yes, so. sun, <laughs> sunshine. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a kind of a no brainer. Um, but again, it's just one of these things, you know, it was like the team was regionalizing. Mm-hmm. It was the right time for me. Um, and so each of these led to different kind of periods of growth personally and professionally. And and then naturally the people you meet along the way, right? Um so, and that's definitely the story of how I ended up with Nomade People. And uh, again, it was just a random encounter with the, the partners and the founders, Antonio and Sebastian, where they somehow got my name. You know, it's one of these things somebody reaches out. Hmm. And this was like 2018, actually, that I first oh, met them. Wow. Um, so it's kind of one of these things I was just, yeah. you know, percolating for mm-hmm. a little while, right? And, um, met went down to tulum a bunch with my wife and you know we hung out and just really got to know them and there was something too i mean personally um between valentina and i as a couple and as a relationship was evolving and we were getting a little bit more into 
I suppose, a world of, of wellness and spirituality. And we did our yoga teacher training together. No um, way. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Hold on. What what lineage? Was it like vinyasa or? Yeah, we just did our 200-hour <gasps> vinyasa teacher training. Um, and this is like, we had just met. It was, we met oh in 2017. And then this we did is the, so the cool. teacher training in 2018. Um, which I will say, actually, is it was a really good thing to go through um, yeah. as a couple together, oh. you know, because you learn a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we were just kind of going through this and naturally you get into the yoga world and that leads mm-hmm. you down a variety of different paths. Um, and so personally, I was seemingly kind of lining up, you know, to be in this place, which, as you know, I mean, Nomade and the origins of Tulum were very much rooted um, mm-hmm. in celebration and in community and in healing yes. and really joyful you know, kind of emotional connections, either to the ancestral wisdom of the place uh, or the events or the music. And so when the when the partners had reached out to me in, in late 18, early 19, um, felt really good energetically. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a stretch? I mean, sure. Uh, but we just kept going, you know, for a few months. And at that point, it just wasn't the right time. You know, we were working out some things in terms of, I say, we now as Nomade with respect to partners and, and new investors coming into the mm. into the operating company. And so just left it, you know, in 2019. And then, of course, COVID happens and the world goes upside down. Um, we then have a baby in between. So life changes mm. dramatically and, yeah. you know, all of these things. And it was, again, I just I just go back to these kind of coincidental moments and these like just moments in time because it was... Um, I don't know, maybe eight, nine months ago now where I get a random WhatsApp message from Antonio and uh, he's like, hey, bro, are you ready? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, oh sure, God. let's stop. You know, what does that mean? Um, and that's it's, it's very much them, you know, I mean, it, it's 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 a family business. Um, you know, they're deeply connected to what they do. And it was just that connection that happened in 2018 and 19. Um, that continued to be there. The spark was there. We kind of stayed connected and, um, they're like, now we're ready. You know, it's time to, time to build a business, time to build a team. Um, we'd love to bring you on if you're still open to it. Here we are. Here we are. I think that's so incredible. And then, so now that I know you did your yoga teacher training, 2017, 2018, you came on board to six senses in 2020. Was that right? Yeah. So you know, it's it, it's interesting. So when those conversations were happening, I was clearly ready to make a transition out yeah. of four seasons, you know, mm-hmm. so that was just happening, you know, behind the scenes. And when the opportunity with Nomade, we were just, you know, going to say, all right, good for now. I mean, let's keep in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and just coincidentally, uh, Omar Romero, who was the chief development officer at Six Senses, mm-hmm. um, called me, you know, one is like a Sunday night or something on, on, um, and she said, Hey, you know, heard you might be a bit of a free agent. So, you know, now with the the transaction having completed with, with IHG, mm-hmm. we really have the opportunity to grow substantially in the Americas and, um, you know, looking for somebody to take that on and build a team in the region. And, um, again, that was, frankly, the perfect timing, because it goes back to a lot of personal alignment and conviction with what Six Senses was doing mm-hmm. and having a very, very strong and probably the most, you know, um, 
the most conviction in the wellness space, right? Mm -hmm. Both wellness and sustainability. So given the conversations that I had just gone through um, and a little bit of internal, you know, reflection and discovery Mm -hmm. in terms of how can I make an impact? um, Not autonomously necessarily, but I just knew there was more, right? There was more influence um, that I could have and wanted to have in the business and in the industry generally. Mm-hmm. And Omar is an amazing person. And, you know, the opportunity to work with Neil, um, who is clearly a visionary. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I give him a ton of credit, you know, that entire team, right, for really establishing themselves um, yes. around connection mm-hmm. and and people's human well-being generally. Um, that I was like, you know, no brainer. Mm-hmm. So joined Omar and the team. Literally, my first day was March 16th, 2020. No which, way. No, it wasn't. I mean, what? It was, yeah, yeah. No, it was wild. Wow. I mean, <laughs> that was the pretty much the day. You know, yeah. Lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and it's like, well, that's interesting. That was like a very awkward, like odd <laughs> dinner conversation. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, it, at the same time, it was actually somewhat fortuitous because mm-hmm. now, you know, we're all on the other side of COVID. Yep. And everything that happened during COVID in terms of like how people recalibrated their lives. I mean, yes. what was important. I mean, the human suffering that came with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all, all of those things, you know, really led to fundamental change in a lot of ways. I mean, yes, clearly behaviorally, how you work, how you live, where you go, how you move. Mm-hmm um how you travel you know for sure but it was frankly the perfect time Mm -hmm. for anybody oriented around well-being you know and and particularly for the hospitality industry uh, and the real estate community Mm -hmm. in the u.s i would say for sure as everybody started to like rediscover america and you know, was traveling and doing the road trips. Um, mm-hmm. And then people figured they could go and, you know, now live in the places that they were vacationing Yep. because of mobility. If you had the opportunity to be mobile, um, that just led to this incredible growth, you know, and trajectory and successes was growing exponentially and with the support of IHG even more mm-hmm. so. Um, so I will say that like that three year period, mm-hmm. despite COVID, I mean, I was on an airplane in May of 2020. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't really, I didn't really stop Mm -hmm. and it just kept going, you know? So I think the theme was right, you know, and there was just nobody in the business at this moment has such a strong team as, you know, the six senses group does with respect to to wellness. So learned a lot, you know, and again, it was perfectly aligned with what I was going going. personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And personally, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think, you know, it's just, it's kind of easy, right? And we always talk about purpose and, you know, or finding a purpose, but it's more like if you can find the thing that allows you to live the way you want to live, um, mm-hmm. I feel like it, that really changes the equation, you yes. know, um, for anybody. Oh my gosh, like what you're saying is that's that's what happened to me. So you had like your yoga teacher training. I actually did mine, I did it online, which is not the same. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, that was my like COVID thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then um, with the same teacher, I did it in person in Bali this April, which was very mm-hmm. incredible. Um, did decide to end my relationship with that teacher, which was a very profound 
kind of like end of a chapter, beginning of a new one, which directly coincided with, with what was happening in all aspects of my life. Interesting. And so it's very interesting. Um, I want to get to Nomade people. Can you talk to us about the hotels, the company as a whole, where the properties are, all of that? Yeah, sure. So like I mentioned earlier, I mean, the company um, was founded by um, two partners, uh, Antonio de la Rua and Sebastian Sass. Um, it actually started with B. Um, so B Tulum mm. also fits under the umbrella of Nomade People. Um, it's a hotel that we operate and the partners continue to own. And, and that was really Sebastian. You know, I mean, he... Um, a long time ago, and it was really one of the first um, kind of the pioneers in Tulum to mm. introduce hospitality product. I mean, you know, a, a bit more um, not conventional, but I suppose comfortable hospitality product, right? As mm -hmm. the destination was evolving, people were starting to discover it. Um, he moved and lived there uh, up until very recently. You know, he was he was permanently based in Tulum. So the influence on the destination um, was tremendous. Mm -hmm. And so with B, you know, we discovered that as the destination was evolving and as people were, were still searching and it kind of ties to our earlier conversation mm -hmm. and a little bit about whether it's spiritual tourism or transformational yeah. tourism, mm -hmm. but as more and more people were discovering Tulum because of its I think we would say healing properties in a lot of ways and, and not just, you know, whether a treatment or otherwise, but just the celebratory nature of it. Yeah. Um, you know, we we discovered and the partners discovered that we could do more. And so with that, Nomade Tulum mm -hmm. was built immediately adjacent to the B um, and rooms were added over time to basically what you see today. It's more or less 160 keys between mm -hmm. the two properties. Um, but if you kind of juxtaposition them, you know, you'll see B is slightly more introverted um, in terms of its experience, mm. uh, in terms of the design mm -hmm. and in terms of the content. Um, whereas you move over to Nomade um, and it's very energetic, you know, yes. a little bit more extroverted. There's always something happening. There's always music in Makondo. I mean, during high season, you know, there's there's music. And Jay Poole, by the way, you know who I'm talking about, that DJ? But yeah, that, I exactly. love him. I love him. Yeah. No, and I mean, and, and it, you know, it's funny because as as we just kept learning and watching the people that were coming through as guests, um, you know, they were really following the community of practitioners. I mean, mm -hmm. they were following the DJs. They were following mm -hmm. the music. Um, they were following the yogis that were there. Yeah. Um, and that just kept growing as, you know, we kept growing the content and the programming. Mm -hmm. Um and so we just continued through this evolution, you know, as a company. Um, and the partners then added a third property, Nomade Holbosch, which is now just um, in two days will be its one year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, very different. Mm -hmm. You know, Holbosch is serene, very quiet, um, remote, not easy to get to, mm -hmm. um, but incredibly um you know, just incredibly intimate. Mm -hmm. uh, it has similar programming that you would expect of a Nomade in terms of music, but 30, 35 keys um, on the water and the waters of Holbosch, I mean, on the island are just spectacular. 
So this idea of starting to create a circuit um, was born, and particularly with our roots in Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, Holbosch being the next, and there's a variety of others that we're working on in terms of projects. But as as the team and the partners started to think about, well, what does this all mean? You know, like mm-hmm. what does this mean as as a hotel company potentially? Yeah. Um, and the idea of <clears throat> nomadic people being born, because in addition to the hotels. We have two spaces that have really nothing to do with hospitality mm. in terms of in terms of room nights or accommodations. But okay. one is the Monopole in Berlin mm-hmm. and the Monopole in Buenos Aires. Um, and, you know, Monopole Berlin, you can, the Instagram page or Monopole Lab in Buenos Aires. Um, people will easily see that these are really spaces for culture and mm. art. So Monopole in Berlin is a, is a former abandoned distillery um, that we own, and it's nonprofit. But we introduce um, the creative community to come into that space. It could be artists. I mean, we have an amazing light installation right now in, in Monopole Berlin. Uh, on September 5th, we're bringing uh, the Sanctum team to do this kind of really cool ecstatic like, dance meets like Kundalini and meets a hit class, but it's all on, you know, headphones. So it's seemingly silent, but you're just yeah. listening to Luke and kind of guide you through the whole process and take you through the distillery into, you know, different rooms where different things are happening. And so all of those things are, you know, meant for celebration, meant for connection, but also creates the global community for us, you know, because we're connecting people, we're connecting practitioners, we're connecting culture, and then trying to move that around the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as as we're now into it, and I'm only four months into the role, and it's the first time, you know, the partners have, have brought in a CEO, and we're clearly growing the team. Yeah. You know, I think we, we find our place um, in the future as really a cultural company. Um, you know, clearly you look to your peers in the business, but if I had to like pick an example of something that we talk about quite a bit in in the company is Mm. Monocle, you know, the magazine, Yeah, of course. but if you go to their website and you look at it, it's, it's so varied, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it really is culture, it's travel, it's art, it's literature, Mm -hmm. you know, it's guides, it's all of these things. So at some point we see ourselves under the umbrella of Nomade people in that light. I would say, you know, if I had to say like, what's an aspiration, that would be an aspiration, you know, so where you're connecting to us um, in a variety of different ways, not just being a hotel guest. Um, It's everything, music label, um, literature, we've written books. I mean, we have writers in Argentina. Uh, oh my have... God, I had no clue. This is so no, cool. I mean, we have net, we, we said nothing about this, by the way. So <laughs> this is all kind of the first time it's, it's being said publicly. Um, wow. But that's also intentional. I mean, we're not, yeah. you know, into the idea also of just like, hey, here's another dot on the map, you know, hopefully come and stay with us. It's, it's really about um, an emotional connection and being really thoughtful of mm. how we're going to communicate this to the world. Um, so you mm. probably won't hear anything publicly more than this. Um, mm. Probably not until next year, to be honest with you. Um, but mm. we have got an amazing pipeline. I mean, we're opening an Ibiza in 2025. No way. <gasps> yeah. Oh, what a perfect yeah. location. That's like no, such a natural great. next step. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because... You know, what we're also learning about Tulum particularly, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of stigma 
yeah. around Tulum oh, yeah. and how it's kind of, you know, maybe boom and bust or depending on who you talk to mm -hmm. in terms of those that were going there a long time ago and feel a little disconnected from it today um, in light of its growth. Yeah. You know, so classic story of a destination mm -hmm. um, that's evolved. But I think as our guests have evolved, you know, if you were going to Burning Man, you know, all the way, you know, from the start to now, and you were in your like maybe late 20s and early 30s, and now you're in household formation and you have kids and you were in that whole festival circuit mm -hmm. um, before that, um, you know, you still kind of want to experience, you know, yeah. a little bit of that. Um, and so we're going through this whole process right now of how do we rethink that? Um, and how do we introduce different forms of celebration, not only for, you know, those now parents, but also, I mean, for the families, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if anybody needs connection and reconnection, um, it's families, it's parents. Of course. Um, and we've seen it, you know, we see the kids playing, you know, down by the fire ceremony or the cacao ceremony with Don Chewy, uh, our shaman who's there, you know, every night, you know, who's the guardian of the fire. Uh, we see the kids, you know, in the yoga shala with the samurai. Um, so it's kind of like the school of life, right? Not creating any mm. contrived programming, but just to have the families and the parents engage um, in what we're providing and allow them to create a connection or find something, you know, that is a spark, you know, for them to take home. So, you know, all of this is happening in real time as we think around the business, we think around our home in Tulum and kind of what it means for the future. And now a word from our sponsor. Solanus is an intuitive property management system powered by a business intelligence engine, offering the hospitality industry a single robust solution for managing hotels, resorts, vacation rentals, and corporate housing. Its ease of use, streamlined onboarding, and 24-7 support make it the preferred PMS solution. Headquartered in San Diego, Solanus is the vision of hospitality experts and technologists who believe it is time for a new era in property management. Ready to discover how they can work with you to elevate your property? Visit solanis.com to get started. And now back to the show. Yeah, I mean, this is just so interesting to me because I want to ask you, so how do you balance like spiritual or building a company where you're selling spiritual services, but then like energetically, how do you balance that? Because I, I have most of my friends, I've, since I've changed, also my circle of influence has changed. And I right. most of my friends are fellow healers or practitioners. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this all the time, um, which is like, you know, how do you exchange that money, but then keep the integrity and the intention pure with healing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, this, I've thought a lot about the, um, the wellness side of the business or the mm -hmm. spiritual side of the business. Um, and my conclusion uh, and I think others share this as well, is um, I think the growth in the wellness industry and wellness, you know, big umbrella, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yoga, shamans, silent retreats, um, other, you know, forms or practices, psychedelic, all the stuff that the world is talking about right now in terms of in terms of the wellness industry, or you're just your well-being. Um, 
and what we discovered through our experience in, in Tulum so far, um, people search. People don't stop searching, yeah. right? And, mm-hmm. and everybody's looking for answers. And, and that mm-hmm. is cross-generationally. I mean, that, that doesn't change um, really how old you are and, mm-hmm. and probably becomes more robust as you move into the latter years of your life as well. Yeah. And so, you know, for us, I mean, the integrity in the experience is being very focused uh, on creating that emotional connection and providing an experience that allows for us and the guests to bond. And Mm -hmm. that bond, we feel very strongly, is even more important after this day. So Hmm. if something happened and you had an experience that was really cool, maybe it was transformational, maybe something came out, or maybe it was just a great beach holiday. I mean, it doesn't all, I think the other side of this is it doesn't all need to be about having a breakthrough or Mm -hmm. everybody needing to be healed in some way either, right? Um, So I think that's an extreme. And I think where some of the stuff in wellness is maybe going, um, is getting a little challenging in the hotel industry is it's, it's impossible to solve for every single individual's well-being, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people are going to the biohacking space and it's yep. so varied. Um, we're not trying to be everything from that yeah. perspective. We're really focused on emotional health. Because um, if you ask the team um, and our partners particularly, and we all believe it, emotional disruption hmm. is the challenge that we're about to live through. We are living through it. Yeah. I mean, I just saw two articles over the weekend, Wall Street Journal and New York Times talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the business of anxiety, mm-hmm. um, you know, the business of mental health. Um, so through what we've learned and how we craft program and personalization is how we intend to maintain integrity around that. And mm-hmm. There'll be deeper spiritual experiences. I mean, whether it's a Temescal, whether it's a reading, human design, I mean, you name it, um, it's available to you. But we're just kind of facilitators, you know. I, I mean, we're there, and if something happens, we can unpack it with you and continue that connection. Um, but it's not for us to necessarily say, hey, you should try this or, hey, you should do this. Um, we want it to be people to people. So I think what will be interesting as we evolve, Ariella, and we're talking about this right now in terms of what is our voice, like what's our narrative, how do we talk about it in the future, Mm -hmm. you're actually going to hear very little from Nomade people. Hmm. Um, What you are going to hear and see is Ariella with Aranza, who's our head of wellness in Tulum, having Mm -hmm. this amazing experience and something that you went through and you want to talk about it and Mm -hmm. share it for other people. Yeah to hear and react to. Mm. And through that, maybe somebody will resonate with it, you know, and say, you know what, that's something I've been going through. That's something that's really cool. Um, I'm going to go check it out, right? Mm -hmm. And explore that curiosity. And that could be anything, right? It could be food, it could be reading, it could be music, it could be literature. Um, So that people-to-people interaction um, is how we intend to communicate um, our connection to people, you know? And that, I think, is where the integrity and the longevity will continue to, you know, to continue to unfold. I think that's so beautifully 
said. I mean, so I want to share something with you that happened that... Oh, please. Okay, see, so yeah, I was telling you. So this is the story. So I'm a big fan of Nomade. Um, I went to Tulum for the first time uh, in 2020 for a retreat in Siang Khan. And it was my first real retreat. Was it put together the best? No. Was it very aesthetically pleasing and gorgeous and I got the best pictures ever? Yes. And I fa- this was the first time I found sisterhood. Um, and so it was very profound. And then it got way more profound because all of us got COVID <laughs> when we exited. Uh, so like the next day, the first girl who had the first flight out was like, um, she messaged the group of all of us, like 40 of us. So y'all need to get tested because I just got denied entry <laughs> to my plane. So I said, whatever, I'll just stay a month. Because like, I don't know. You didn't know when right. you would test negative. Like it was so right. still early on. And it was bad, by the way. I was I was up at Holistica because it was the only room left. Sure. And I was like yeah. dying. <laughs> and yeah. the, the body worker there, Maria, would like saved my life, I swear. Anywho, mm-hmm. so now I have a month in Tulum. And um, I just, I now know, because I my best friend gifted me this amazing astrology session for my birthday this year, but when I was in Tulum, I, it was during my solar returns, and that is like a very pivotal, like, who am I? Kind of like what the world was going through, yeah. and so yeah. I'm in... Um, there's that, in Tulum town, there's like this raw cafe or whatever, they have like cacao, things like that, and I'm... I'm, I just have this big realization where the world stops. And so I realized that I had been not leading a life that was mine. And I just felt shackles by like people in my life, by society, by the expectations. And mm-hmm. in that moment, my shackles came off. So now I'm in Tulum and I'm like, okay, I don't know who I am. I don't know what my purpose is. I am like so broken, like sobbing all day, every day. And then for some reason, I was like, Lunch at B Tulum today. That's where we're going. Mind you, I met Nomade every Thursday, of course, sure. with J Paul. Oh, right. <laughs> but so then one of these afternoons, I'm at B Tulum and I like have my laptop and I'm like, how do I work? Like, how do I have this spiritual awakening and then work and build a business? And then one of my friends from the retreat comes and sits next to me and she's like, oh my God, so funny seeing you here. I was like, yeah. And she also owns, not also, she owns boutique hotels. And I was like, what a small world. Like how random that we're both in Tulum. You own two boutique mm-hmm. hotels in Florence. I represent this niche of the industry. And we get to talking. And I actually built something really near and dear to my heart at B Tulum, which is called wow. Conscious Souls of Hospitality. And it's wow. just growing. And what we're doing is we're gathering the industry. So, you know people in your position, like anyone on the industry side of hospitality who are conscious, who are not religious, Mm -hmm. or can be open to all belief systems and that we have a safe space with each other. And I made Uh an at B Tulum, I made the mission statement, the business plan, the logo, like everything was just coming. And so it is something that blends. That means we have to have like the first retreat, the first gathering at B Tulum. I mean. hundred percent. Like of like wow. totally coming of circle. And I wanted to ask you, does BB, is BB still at Nomade who does the programming? Yeah, I mean, moved on now, unfortunately. Yeah, Aww. but we've got, um, you know, there's a bunch of other, I mean, Amelia really is now it. Um, okay, I mean, Amelia. Amelia. Amazing. Did you did you meet her? I did yeah. not meet Amelia. I oh, you have to, her. yeah. She, she's handling everything. I mean, all of the, pra- all the relationships um, in terms of programming, 
and between Amelia and Aranza, who runs all of the wellness programming, um, you know, both of them together, you know, just create that amazing calendar. Um, oh, I love that. That's your, that it's your such programming. A great story. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Such a great story. Yeah, no, I mean, it's um, you know, and again, I think what your question on you know in, integrity, um, I think a lot of it also comes down to. It gets, it's who you're with, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so it's almost like it's almost like this responsibility as well to to introduce what we're doing. Um, and clearly, you're going to have like-minded people that are going to continue to come back and stay, um, or people just want to explore. And it's amazing. I've seen, you know, I was talking to one couple when I was down there, late '60s, early '70s, right? A wedding in Mayakoba, mm-hmm. and came down to hang for five days at be Tulum because their kids like told them to go and hang out and you know they leave with just this like huge perspective um so it's 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 like it's it's finding that unpacking it mm-hmm. creating the connection and creating the bond and for me where you know where we're hoping to get to is almost it's like we manage the entire life cycle you know, I mean, I just, I just want to look at it as your entire life's journey Mm -hmm. in terms of travel experience or outside of that, you know, if if you can be connected to us through our SoundCloud or through the Spotify or through a monopole space or through an event or, you know, or a festival, I mean, whatever it might be, um, to stay connected through that whole life's journey Mm -hmm. to me, is like, success i suppose if you had to define you know what that is um and i think that's where the integrity will come you know Mm -hmm. and and again it'll change i mean every place will be a little bit different in terms of experience um but that's that's the integrity um and the experience like you had honestly i like for like when i have a memoir in like 50 years this (laughs) that moment will always be on it and the moments at nomade i i do want to say another profound experience um, was the first time I like really danced was through the music that was uh-huh. held at Nomade yeah. where I was like, I always thought I couldn't dance. And I was like, yeah, you know, not for me. And then I go to Nomade. I'm like, I am the star of this show. <laughs> like, I'm like yeah, in the middle. And, yeah, because it's the beats that are so um, primal. And that's yeah. just how my body relates to it. So I do want to say yeah. I talk about Nomade all the time because of the experiences mm-hmm. that I had. Yeah. I, I do want to ask you, though, I think this conversation we're having now, I'm going to guess that a lot of hoteliers listening in right now are inspired, maybe feel seen and heard. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot more hotels with very conscious people on their executive team building these. But how do you talk to an investor about yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good question. Um you know, the way the way that we're the way that I frame it, at least, um, is, you know, really through because they just want to know who's coming, you know, yeah. who, who's staying, you know, mm-hmm. give me some demonstrable evidence of, you know, your ability to attract somebody to want to stay at a Nomale property, yeah. which is, you know, clearly then the proxy to return and driving room nights, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, so because we, we have such a, you know, a deep understanding, you know, of who our guest is Mm -hmm. and 
going back to an earlier comment around it being not demographically sensitive, mm. meaning it's not like our guest is, you know, 35 to 50 or 40 to 60 and this mm -hmm. household income and they've got this, that and the other thing. Um, it's, it's really more about where they are on that, that spectrum, that life journey spectrum that we're able to attract um, and from a marketing perspective, be very curated in our outreach um, because we know so much and we know what you might be going through um, that we can target it and, mm -hmm. and we can create then programming and content, if I just talk about the business of hotels in terms of driving room nights, driving mm -hmm. demand, driving F&B consumption, you know, driving business into all the ancillary spaces. Um, all of it is kind of a package, right? And, mm -hmm. and it allows us to change and flex. You might have evergreen campaigns and evergreen programming mm -hmm. throughout the year, um, but in need periods, you know, we're able to move people around and to induce mm -hmm programming and we just did it in august i mean right now we're running a family you know mm -hmm. program which is kind of unheard of in tulum quite mm -hmm. honestly, it is yeah you know? um but frankly again from an operating and business perspective we didn't add a single thing we're using mm -hmm. all of our practitioners um all of the healers the food and beverage team mm -hmm. but just taking it down to a level that can be engaging for a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old. So, you know, I, I look at it as um, a varied demographic mm -hmm. and ability to capture people um, across a 365-day year calendar, induce the right demand at different parts of the year mm -hmm. because of our ability to drive programming and content. Mm -hmm. um, and that's universal, you know, because then... And we know these people are moving around, right? We know mm -hmm. they're going to Ibiza. We know they're going to Costa yeah. Rica. We know they're, you know, mm -hmm. looking for different things and different experiences at different times of the year. Yeah. Um, so that's where, you know, the portfolio approach eventually comes into play. Um, and as we think about growth, I mean, that's that's very important. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other side of it is the network outside of hotels, you know, with the monopole spaces and the community um, that we're creating it's also an ability, right, to create an amazing proprietary network um, and guest database that we deeply understand mm -hmm. um, that allows us to create that connection. So, and you'd be surprised, Ariella, um, you know, the more conversations that I have to your point on, you know, the next generation moving into leadership positions mm -hmm. at an operating company level, yeah, it's becoming maybe not equally, but mm. it is definitely a theme you're seeing in the capital market environment and in the owner environment. Hmm. So next generation's moving in yeah. and, and maybe not. And it could be, you know, we have a partner in Spain and, you know, one of them went through a very similar experience hmm. that we're describing, mm -hmm. um, life-changing. Yeah. And so what do they want? I mean, if you're going to own a hotel, um, well, you want something that that resonates, yep. right? And that you can share with yes. somebody. Yes. So I'm seeing it more and more in these conversations. And it's funny. I mean, I'll just use like one last example <laughs> on this, but we were in a meeting yeah. um, 
in a, in a major urban capital in Europe um, with some you know banker types um, and investor types, mm-hmm. and they were all like suited up. Um, and we came in as Nomadi people, um, definitely not suited up. Uh, <laughs> and we started going through our presentation and we were getting into the healing side of things and celebration. And then it, you just kind of like watch the room and like the mood of the room start to change. Yeah. And like, you know, in one case, like some like like a crystal comes out from somebody's <laughs> shirt <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, wait, I'm one of you, actually. So. Oh, I love this. Oh, my God. I love this story. Wait. So what so you good. said that, but you know, that's my dream. So with Conscious Souls of Hospitality, it's like my, always my vision is like when we're at this, these events or like we're having meetings with people or like thinking about potential collaborators that they can find each other, that's right. you know? That's right. So I love that like the crystal came out. That's what I'm always looking yeah. for it to. Like there's like these little signs I'm that's trying right. to think, but usually when I have meetings with people, I'll say like one or two questions just to kind of gauge like how open can I be? Mm-hmm. So I literally, so we have such a hard, we have a hard stop in 30 seconds and I'm so sad, but to be continued in yeah, California at the owner's conference. Yeah, so, we can keep going clearly for a long time. <laughs> to, okay, so to be continued to everyone coming sure. to the owner's conference, Andrew and I will see you there. Andrew, Looking forward to it. This was so incredible. Um, Thank you, Ariella. This warms my heart and I'll see you in a few weeks. Looking forward to it. Thanks again. Awesome. Have a great your week. Thank you. Bye, Andrew. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Unfamiliar Shift with Ariella. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Let us know what you think. To learn more about the world of boutique hospitality, be sure to check out our website, bla.org. And thank you to Solanas for sponsoring today's show.